we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, Heather. It's the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how are you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good. It was a light week, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I'm i a little hungover. It's to, uh, so, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> are you? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm a little... I wish that there was something to medicate my uh, Salt Lake City withdrawal. But, I mean, Married to Medicine is coming back on Sunday, so I am very, very anxiously excited for that. But this week was a little sleepy, a little slow. So I, I don't know how much we have to talk about, but I, I, I'm sad that Salt Lake is gone for sure. No, we definitely have a hole in our hearts now that Salt Lake is missing, even though the drama is still carrying over. You saw the stuff about Jen Shaw, right? No, you forget. I, Y'all, for those of you who are new to the podcast, I go on and off social media quite often because I just, my mental health can't handle it. So I'm very much the last to know, like your 75-year-old grandpa, I'm very much the last person to know about certain things. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. You're talking about Jen Shaw freaking out at her... Designer. Uh, yes. We I'm, played the audio, I'm Matthew. so sorry. You're No, okay. So this I do know. But let's, t- let's tell the readers. Let's tell the, the viewers. So this voicemail or audio recording came out of Jen Shaw, and she is screaming bloody murder at her designer of her dress, Koa. Evidently, that's the rumor of who it is. And she is going off the wall. It is absolutely insane. Gave me a little bit of PTSD because I had a former boss who, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know who I'm talking about. (laughs) But those were kind of the little blowups that I had with her. I was the one screaming. She was the one screaming at me. So listening to this audio. It freaked you out. It freaked me out a little bit. At the same time, I don't think it's something that we're going to cancel Jen over. I think this is No, if anything, this is going to propel her into season two. It is. And this is so typical of reality stars who are just on the cusp or are kind of like these like B-rate. C-list reality stars. They think they're bigger than they are and they need to exert their power in some way. And Jen's doing that. I'm sure she's stressed. She's got a lot on her plate. No, but see, I think this shows us all that this is who Jen has always been. Yeah, truly. That that is well. This is who she is. She pops off. She gets angry and she loses her mind. I think it has validated that this is just who she is. This is her brand. I was at first, because it sounded like her, but I, I was, part of me wasn't exactly sure. And then she started saying Sharif and then started, you know, giving us some context clues. So it was, it was troubling. Yes, it is. It's an interesting voicemail audio recording. If you haven't heard it yet, go search it. You'll find it on the internet. It's, on Twitter for sure. It's on, yeah, it's on everywhere. But I'm glad that I'm at least up to date with that. I'm not completely a shut-in. I think that's the only real news except for the Summer House news, which we'll talk about when we get to that. Right. We'll get to that. But speaking of Summer House, we have something very exciting to announce. I don't know if y'all have signed up yet or if you guys know anything, but Clubhouse is the new sitch, and it's so much fun. (laughs) Matthew's laughing at me because he hasn't signed up yet, but I... No, I'm laughing because you said sitch. Yeah. You're not Kim Possible. I am. (laughs) I am Kim Possible. No, you were I'm about real- to break out into the theme song. I, I was. Tell. I, I was. Tell. Kim Possible. That's what? not the. No. That's not the. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. 
what am impossible. I, what am I singing? Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. Yeah, Christina Milian saying the theme song. I don't know what. No, she's the one who sang the theme song. I don't know. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. If I can gaze into the... F- I was thinking, that's a raven. <laughs> <laughs> life would... Life is a breeze. See wow. the trouble from the distance. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I'm but it's not that easy. Mortified for oh, you. no. Okay, but speaking of Clubhouse, the new sitch. Yes. I am on it. You can search me by f- searching my handle on everything, which is at Eddie underscore Estrada. But this week, we feel bad because when we record these, we record on Thursday afternoons. And so we don't get to give you the summer house from the week before. Or we only give you the summer house from the week before. We don't give you the summer house from that week. So it always feels a little bit delayed. So we want to watch Summer House with you on Clubhouse. We'll put more information on our Instagram, which is at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. But sign up for Clubhouse. Follow me. I'm going to be making an event. Hopefully, we'll bring in some fun people as well. And we'll bring you up on the stage. And we'll talk about the show as it's happening. We'll watch it live. West Coast time. So Pacific Standard Time when Summer House is on. We're not East Coast bitches. We're in sunny California. Sorry to say it. But it will be a really fun way to connect with y'all. I know a lot of you have a lot to say. You guys want to participate with us and talk with us. And it will be so much fun to like hang with y'all. And I feel like the season is finally really picking up and it's going to be a great episode to cover. And it'll be a great Thursday night. Yeah. And Summer House is the one that we're the most emotive when we're watching as well. I feel like we're always like, oh my God. Yeah, we're yelling at the TV the most when we're watching it. We usually get a little Chick-fil-A and, you know, watch our Summer House. It's fun. (laughs) It's like a nice little routine. Yeah. So make sure to check out Clubhouse. We're going to be doing that. And that's what I wanted to announce. A little fun, interactive podcast. We're we're jumping into this new format. You know, I've been listening to so many different people on Clubhouse. I'm really into Kelly Catrone, who you don't know. But y'all, if y'all know Kelly Catrone from America's Next Top Model and Kel on Earth and all that, it's great. Kate Casey's on. If you follow her podcast, she's always on a Clubhouse. I like listening to her, too. Dave Quinn from People, he's got some great stuff on Clubhouse. So if you guys are on it, listening, join in. It will be tons of fun. Speaking of Summer House, should we start with that? Yeah, let's start with Summer House. I'm thinking we're going to do Summer House, Atlanta, Dallas, and then end with Jersey. Sounds good. Cool. All right. So Summer House this week is truly a hangover from the fights that have been going on with between Hannah and it seems like the entire house at this point, it was, you know, Luke and Ciara. And now at the end of this episode, we see it progress into her against Amanda and Kyle, which I have a lot of points to say, but before we got into that, it was really, really fun. They had these like drunk games with mullets. Yeah. I loved how they picked the teams by pulling mullets and uh, hairstyles out of a hat Yes, and putting them on. And that's what teams they were on. I thought that was very cute. I love a good wig. (laughs) <laughs> like a cheap wig not like a good wig no like a shake and bake wig yeah, yeah. I, I want party city wigs throw them on funky colors i have one that's like a cleopatra red red wig first of all i do not make a pretty girl but <laughs> the wig is a lot of fun to wear i got it in palm springs one year with my roommate and it was nice for them to put the petty stuff aside for a couple hours and just have fun and play some games and then it was nice to see you know right after that is when hannah and luke had like their convo out front uh, on the steps of the house and they were able kind of to let bygones be bygones and uh, as much as the two of them can get past something and move over the drama they did their best and I think that I think that that is now kaput I feel and thank god I'm starting to get a little exhausted from it well in regards to that I think them kaputting this is what opened up Hannah oh my god yes and Desi because 
people online have that's been his name desi bishop yeah that's or her, Des- her. desai desi no I don't know. but that's her no i think it's desi but that's that's her fiance yes like desi arnaz no he's dead no thank you oh my <laughs> god i meant like desi like just making sure that that's his name desi it's d-e-s-i okay then it's desi yeah but he's not desi arnaz i'm aware <laughs> i was just oh my god okay continue give everyone give people the bulletin about the fact that hannah is engaged y'all They've been talking and dating for eight months. No, don't be. They're not dating. They have been talking for eight months and now they're engaged. Let's just call a spade a spade. Like that's what's happening here. You're so aggressive about this. I'm just, well, okay. Cause I was starting to kind of, you know, I was starting to get on her side a little bit about how this all shook out with Luke, but it seems to me she was, it seems to me she just really badly wants to have a person and she wants to be uh, hooked up, matched up and married. And, and, you know, that's fine. I guess, you know, if that's the life she wants, fine. But it, it just seems very fishy and the timeline seems very awkward. Well, the timeline, essentially, if they've been together for eight months, that puts it to June, which they were definitely filming Summer House during the time that they started talking, which makes sense. I thought July is when they started filming Summer House because that was the date when they were driving to the Hamptons. It was July something. Okay. So I think she was into Luke and she was still talking to this guy on the internet. Right, and but what's wrong? But she, that's literally what she got upset with Luke about, that he was doing that with Sierra and other girls. She's doing the exact same thing by talking. Like, she's making sure her other options are open, just like he was. I mean, yeah, and that's why it's a little bit fishy and funky why she's so upset about the whole Luke situation. And I think it's more so that he's bringing someone and showing someone in front of her face. I think that's the real crux of the issue because it's one thing to be – with someone in the house and flirty and still talking to other people outside of the house. But to have basically the bacon hanging over your face and being like, mm, I'm going to eat this bacon and you're not uh, okay. is a little bit, is a little bit rough. <laughs> what? I like bacon. I know, but I don't know anyone that was going to be like, ha I'm going to eat this. <laughs> I think I was trying to think carrot in front of the horse. Uh, sure. And I said bacon in front of the face, okay. which I like to make up my own. You like to make up a lot of your own stuff. You know, you know I, you're an inventor. You're an influencer. It's okay. I am a trendsetter. Oh, God. But congratulations to Hannah. I want to say it if you're not going to. I'm happy I'm, for Yeah, Hannah. I'm not going to, so go for it. <laughs> I've always liked Hannah. I think she's definitely not getting the best season. She's not performing at her highest. Not yet. But I'm excited to see this engagement progress. I'm excited to see this relationship. She seems really cute, and the relationship seems really secure and good from what I've seen on social media. Why are you looking at me like I that? I could not disagree with you more. I, I, I'm going to put money on that. This never, this, this, this engagement never gets to the altar. Well, we'll see probably next summer on summer house. Yeah, I, exactly. I will give, or yeah, I, I say they have a long engagement and they never get to the altar. Mark my words. Okay. Do you and want to bet on it? And that's nothing against Desi. Cause I don't know who the hell he is, but that's Hannah. He used to be married to Lucille Ball. Oh my God. I hate you. Just based on her behavior, and I know we're about to get to this right now, her behavior with Amanda and Kyle at the end of this episode, it just shows her lack of emotional maturity. Yeah. And her lack of emotional intelligence. And she's not in any state to be with another person. She has a lot of self-work to do. Yeah, so I want to bring that up. She, They're basically calling her out and Paige and Ciara for not cleaning or doing their part in the cleaning of the house, which, which is, is fair. A, totally, and is all... Um, accounted for on video. We've, yes. we've watched every episode and they are in bed on their phones waiting until one o'clock 
afternoon rolls around for them to get up and quote unquote do their work, which is take photos and record a podcast, which, which we know, which is life for some of right, us, right? but only takes an hour out of our day. And then the rest of the day, I mean, granted you and I have other jobs and we have other things to do. So we, you know, have to do, we really have to schedule things out. They don't. I would definitely be, I wouldn't be as aggressive as Kyle, but I would definitely be an Amanda where I'd be like, no, he's right. He's right. I think just Hannah has pushed Kyle's buttons on their relationship one too many times. And I agree. Kyle should not speak that way to anybody. And he did get a little aggressive, but I sympathize with him a lot. I thought that he, if I were him, I probably would have popped off too. I just so aggravated and fed up with being criticized and passive aggressively. So by Hannah, yeah, and that's the thing is if Amanda's not still bringing up the cheating, if she's gotten over it, they clearly have come to terms with everything that has happened. And in they're their doing past, well, it seems. And they're great. And, you know, every relationship is different. Not everyone's going to have a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to have an easy linear path from, you know, talking to dating to marriage to the grave. <laughs> but because till death do us part. I mean, if that's what you're going to put in your vows, you better mean it. But. Hannah doesn't need to bring it up. And I think she's like trying to be a friend to Amanda to be like, well, your boyfriend did this. Like, you know, don't forget what Kyle did. It's just incredibly rude to say, you know, Kyle can talk to you that way or you can talk to Amanda that way, but you can't talk to me that way. It's just so rude. Yeah. Because Kyle and her, again, have come a long way and are really good and they really have a great healthy thing going at the moment. So why, if you're really Amanda's friend, would you spoil that? And it's not her fault that you made bad choices with Luke and that you two are in this messy place. In front of everyone. It's, you're and embarrassed. it's not there. Yeah, and, exactly. And you're embarrassed because you know that you promised to be the trash girl and you haven't picked it up and you haven't dealt with it. And you promised <sighs> to be the cleaner and you haven't done anything. And so even when Kyle doesn't mention you by name, you, you feel shame and you know that you fucked up. So that's why you're lashing out. The trash thing bugged the crap out of me because well, we're very be, we're neat freaks so i would be very i i'm a newly i'm a new neat freak though you know this yes do you know this like i've i've learned to be more clean yes back in the day i was like when i was 21 22 23 24 i was totally hannah i would be like oh yeah i'm the garbage person and i would just empty the garbage and set it to the side but now i'm like that's insane that's so gross. What's the point? What's the point? You're just moving it from one part of the house to the other and letting the garbage juices just seep out oh. onto the floor in another part of the house? No, thank you. I don't want ants and rats. Hannah, again, you you can't get married until you are able to be a basically functioning human being on your own. Truly. To which she is not. You know, we all got to learn one day. Team Amanda and Kyle. I'm, I'm Team Amanda and Kyle, but I do think, I think Hannah will get an invitation back to the wedding. Even though Kyle was like, you're not coming to our well, wedding. yeah, that was just, I think, just rage. I, don't I, think I uninvite people to stuff all the time. I had a full cabin party set up for my friend, and he <laughs> made me mad. I was like, your birthday is canceled. And then we still left two days later to yeah, go to the cabin. exactly. So I understand. I also thought, real quick, before we get to the end, I thought it was great how Sierra just was blowing Luke off the whole episode. A whole episode. She's like, do, no. Do you want to do this? No. Do you want to do this? No. Hey, you want to uh, Can we have a talk? He goes, No. I just loved it. I thought, I think she, I think she'll come around, but I think it was good for her to give him the cold shoulder for a bit. And we know that they've been filming winter house right now. It's Amanda, Kyle, Ciara, Paige, and then Luke and from summer house. And then Carl, not Carl, sorry, Craig and Austin from Southern Southern charm Charm. are all in, I want to say like 
Vermont so right no, now. So no Hannah? No Hannah. Mm, interesting. Maybe she was feeling a little FOMO and wanted the spotlight on her, so she just decided to, you know, get engaged. I'm very excited for Winter House, though, because that house seems like it's going to be great. It's the perfect kind of, like, hookup relationship situation for all of them, and... I think Paige, and Paige is single, Ciara is single, Luke's single. The cabin fever factor is something to be taken advantage of in these reality TV shows right now. Mm-hmm. And I think Winter House, I think the spinoff where all the housewives are going to Mexico for a trip altogether. Which I, we need an official announcement now about. Immediately. I think that's all great. I think that's great on the on the producers of Bravo to go in on this idea. So I'm very excited. And pretty soon Summer House will be over in a couple weeks. So, you know, it'll be nice to look forward to. Can't believe it's going to be over so soon. Let's talk about the roughest part of the episode. Oh, yeah. This made me really sad. You know I love Carl. And to see, and I'm sure we're going to get more of it tonight, or you guys will probably have already watched it when you listen to this, but his brother is dead. His brother has died. Um, I was not expecting I was not expecting this either. And it's it must be so hard. I feel like... Carl just had this amazing moment celebrating his mother and her new wedding. And he's doing so well. And he's personally. Do, yeah. Inspired. His sobriety is inspired by his brother. Mm-hmm. And then to lose someone so close to him, I couldn't even imagine. And to receive this news in a house. Where and, you're kind of trapped. And it's, and like he goes to Lindsay and they have been so close forever. They've always been, you know, very good friends. Yeah. The group is, you know, Kyle, Amanda, Lindsay, Sorry, Kyle, Carl, and Lindsay have been best friends since forever. They were this this big group. That's how the show got started. And to see him go to her and tell her was just so heartbreaking for me. Yeah. And I'm sending him all my love. I know it's, I mean, at this point, it's probably eight months out, six or seven months out. But that the grief is probably still so strong. So to have to watch that again. Yeah, to have to relive it is probably very (sighs) tough. I just I couldn't even imagine, but we love you, Carl. And we hopefully really we'll do. get hopefully we'll get more info in this next episode that's coming. I'm sure we will. I hope I hope the show lets him leave for a bit. I think he needs to, to just go be for with his family. Bit, yeah. So we'll see how that how that plays out. All right, moving on to something else. Let's move on from Summer House to let's talk about Atlanta. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Atlanta, after the big blowout, I mean, sorry, blowout from last <laughs> week. <laughs> well done. Thank you. It was a lighter episode. I mean, not a lot. I mean, there were some revelations that happened, but truly it was, <laughs> it's like when you're on that high from something that's so great. And then the next week it's just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. They have to sort of, ass- it's one of those uh, assess the situation episodes. Yeah. And I don't know if you wait. By the way, did you clock? They did a when they they panned back to when Kenya was on her back and opened her legs. Did you catch the hinge creaking sound effect? Yeah, that was savage. Thank you, Bravo <laughs> editors. But I again, I get so frustrated with Kenya because she's she manages to ruin a perfectly fun night and to make it insidious and put all of this bad energy and bad juju on the entire night. I was really impressed with Portia just sitting there and letting her. And she even said like, Oh no, I'm going to let her do this. I'm going to let her be rude and mean. And I'm going to let her try to, you know, stoke up all of this stuff about nothing when it came to her and Bolo and Tanya. And I was really impressed that Portia kept her cool. And then she said, you know, what? I'm just going to leave. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go and I'm going to go to sleep because this is bullshit. I have to say, 
Tanya, my girl. Oh, she's such a dummy. Tanya, do not put yourself, like Candy said, at the scene of the crime. That was stupid. That was so That was stupid, dumb. stupid. Because now even if you didn't do anything, it's still going to seem like you did something. If you just stayed quiet and let Kenya be a bitch and let Toya call her out, which we'll get more into that in a second, but it would have you would have walked away pretty unscathed. But then you just, ah, oh, you made it worse. But as a Tanya, this is totally something oh, I would no, do. Oh, no, this is yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I'd be like, I was with her and I know... Nothing happened. But I think it's ridiculous that Kenya thinks that Portia needs to explain herself or needs to say anything about it because I'm sorry, Portia, this was clearly a girl's trip Mm -hmm. and the bachelorette aspect of the trip was always part of the itinerary. Yes. You decided to bring your daughter when your daughter was not invited and it wasn't supposed to be a mother-daughter trip. So if you really had an issue you wouldn't have brought your daughter in the first place and you would have hired someone to stay at home with her. The fact that you're now bringing up that there's a certain decorum and behavior that should have been kept while your daughter was in the house is bullshit. You're just coming after Portia because you have a problem with her because you're jealous of her. It's very obvious. And Portia doesn't have to explain anything. I think Portia would have easily shared and would have had a fun kiki time about it all. But she woke up the next morning and walked into the kitchen and Kenya was being a bitch about it. And if I'm Porsche, I go, oh, okay, I'm not sharing. This isn't a safe space. This isn't a a nice sisterhood fun vibe anymore. It's gross and it's sketchy and Kenya's a bitch. I'm not going to do it. I agree. I support Porsche 100%. I did have to laugh, though, when the women were all telling their respective partners about Bolo. And I loved oh Mike God. Hill. I liked Mike Hill with like the water bottle being like, Mike was he the like best? This? Mike just was gets like it. This? Mike knows like that it's Cynthia. A it, party. Yeah, so that Cynthia is a, a true blue girl and that she's not going to do she's anything. She's happy with him and his, his slang. She but, doesn't um, have to worry about anything Drew, else. Drew's husband scares Yeah. Me. Okay. We got to talk about the big Ralph. Is he, that his name? I always forget. No, it's, it's Ralph. Ralph. Um, I, I keep calling him Drew's husband because I, I'm so scared of him that I keep forgetting his name, but Ralph, I believe is his name. This guy is the epitome of double standards, hypocrisy. (laughs) I almost, I, some, I, I make a joke where I say hypocrisy, like hypocrisy Tegan. So I have to catch myself before I say hypocrisy Tegan. And I say hypocrisy. You say a lot of things wrong and we love you for it. Hypocrisy Tegan is a joke. Yeah. So his double standards and hypocrisy. Yes. yes. Uh, I love that Drew called him out immediately because she's basically telling him everything. And he's getting incredibly uncomfortable. And I love that she was like, okay, great. Tell me about Tampa. Mm-hmm. And he, he wouldn't. got he's so like, nervous. Blah, blah, blah. Talk about the worst liar in the world. And Drew, I think, knows. Deep I just down. don't think. She, oh, deep not down, deep a down. woman always knows. I think she knows. And I just don't think she wants to air it. Because they are doing so many big life things in their marriage. It's, it's harder. It's easier to stay stuck than to deal with the issues. I get that. Totally. Well, we'll have to see how this plays out. Clearly, they're still together. I don't know. It seems very weird. Okay, but we know, and I think I mentioned this before, housewives sometimes go on the show to justify why they make certain moves in their marriage. And I think... I think Drew wanted to see how the show would affect their relationship. I think it's exposing, you know, the worms underneath the floorboard. And I think that she eventually will take steps to, to divorce him. Although... He seems like a Mark Daly type. Yes, where he, he does. Will make her life a living hell. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I still don't get all these strong women being with losers. Like I want these women to be with their power couple partners and just rule the freaking world. Like don't be with these losers who are taking advantage of well, you. Well, I think that's why. I mean, I think 
and we'll get to the Kenya and Mark Daly of it all in a moment, but I think that's a big reason why Kenya rushed into that relationship way too fast and made the, some wrong choices because she's so obsessed with what it looks like yeah. and she wants to be a power couple pair in the world instead of being a power a power on uh, on her own. Uh, between Summer House and Hannah and the relationships on Atlanta, I am taking 25 years before I commit uh, to someone. I'm going to pull a Ryan Murphy and and marry someone when I'm 50 and have children when I'm 50. Like, and that's call, Yeah, calling it a day. No, I, there's no way. It's no, absolutely not. This also is brought up in Jersey again too, which we'll get back to. Oh yeah, we'll get to that in a second. But let's talk about the relationship that I was very into seeing be revealed in this episode. And that is Latoya and Kenya. And this answered so many questions about why Kenya is Mm -hmm. acting the way she is. She's got a big old crush on Latoya and was jealous that she wasn't getting any from Latoya. I'm shocked that Kenya was so boldly like, I have a crush on you. Like, flat out, this is why I'm upset. But you're right. It, shoot your shot, girl. You got to shoot your shot. You are, And you're 100% correct. If all of the girls had given Kenya the intention that Portia was receiving, I think Kenya would have been downstairs a lot longer, would have had a lot more fun, and would have let loose, and none of this would really be an issue. Do I, do I think she would have gone into the bedroom with Bolo? No. But... She probably would have let it go and not come after Portia. But seeing all of the women, especially Toya, gravitate to Portia and see, then to see Toya and Portia make out while Bolo was there, I think Kenya got really butthurt and went upstairs and then came, I think, came downstairs a couple times just to, you know, gather evidence. And I think from that moment on, Kenya was like, oh, I'm going to rake everyone over the coals tomorrow for their behavior because I feel so insecure and so bad about myself. Case in point. Yeah. I was also, you know, Toya is growing on me. I, she says, I'm not still not a huge fan, but she grew on me these last two episodes because she is calling yes. Kenya out 100% for all of her, you know, insinuations and for making something nasty out of a really, otherwise really fun night. And I was yep. really up. I was like, I was very proud of Toya. And if, if Toya stays on the show, if, for no other reason than to call Kenya out on her bullshit. You know what? I say keep her. Because Kenya's not getting, like, mad at LaToya. She, like, takes it in, which I find... Which well, she never does with any of the other women. But it's because she still wants to get with that girl. She oh, wants, no, she hasn't she wants given a little, little kissy-kissy with that LaToya and Kenya. I'm into it. Oh, God. I like it. It's I so... liked when LaToya and Portia were kissing. I'd love no, to see I, Kenya I, and LaToya. I am, too. Kiss. I think I'm just not into it because Kenya's... Just so annoying and she's, so unfair. She's got to dust off the creek, creek. Oh Maybe she could do that with Latoya. Those, those editors, man. Really. Okay. Also, another relationship that I really like that's forming is the new power couple of Drew and Portia. I love that these Me girls too. are teaming up and becoming friends. Me too. My two favorite girls right now are, are Drew and Portia for sure. It's good to see them kind of connect and get their things going. So I, I got to say I'm in love with that. Okay. Let's talk about the end of the episode though, which I guess was the big moment where Kenya's like, you know, Mark has been talking to me. He's like sending me the, didn't he say, she say he sent him a, her song or something songs. Yeah. Cool. About relationships and things. And, and he then, made a mistake and that he, you know, maybe they need, they, he wants to work on things. And this was after she served him with custody, custody. papers. And the lawyer's like, well, has he been because womp, 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 he has filed for divorce and is asking for alimony. I mean, I can't say I'm surprised, and I, I, I don't know why she's surprised at this point. He, he has done nothing but prove 
when someone tells you and shows you who they are, you need to believe them. Exactly. And he's been doing shit like this from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, it started out small, but this is not surprising at all. And the lawyer wasn't surprised either. No, the lawyer was like, you're fine for this bullshit? Yeah, you're, you need to wake up and get real. I love that he also pointed out that it doesn't hold up because it's being filed in New York and not Georgia. It has to be filed in the state in which you hold residence. And I think Mark is just in New York temporarily while all this drama goes on between him and Kenya. She, I, you, I believe you told me that they are still together technically and still trying to work on it. And I don't understand how that's possible in present day. They are. I I feel like that was announced uh, like before the show even started that they're, that they're working on it. That They were working on it or something. Unbelievable. I don't know how she could trust him or, or try to make it work when he's pulled this bullshit. Yeah. It really, it really stresses me out because I feel like Kenya is trying to I, at the end of the day, I think Kenya's just trying to do what's best for her daughter and maybe staying with Mark and not having all the drama, even though it's going to be bad for her, it's going to be better for Brooklyn. Well, yeah. And I, and I understand not wanting to villainize the father of your child. I get that. But there's when someone's being a villain, I don't know what else you can do. I think at this point she should ask for full custody of the child and she should get a divorce. And when Mark decides that he's done being an asshole, they can come up with a visitation situation because even in, and they pointed out in the divorce settlement that he filed, he wants the court to decide what to do with the child. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He, he just does wants not money. Care. He just wants money. And for he someone just, who does like, can said for someone who doesn't need anything who like has it all? Why does he want money? Well, And I think they should use that Bravo footage. And if there's any hearing or if there's any proceedings, they should use the footage where he says, I don't want, she can take it all. I don't want anything from her. Oh, I would. I mean, that's the thing you have to think about is these people have so much evidence from this show. If they need yeah. to go on to court for anything. Yeah. It's great. So I, I love a good, uh, I did feel bad for uh, Kenya at this point, but she needs to start doing what's best for her and for uh, the baby. Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn, yeah. baby, Brooklyn. And Pilar is so cute. I just want to say I love seeing Pilar whenever she's in an episode. Love her. Excited for the uh, remaining episodes. They did do a coming this season. They did a mid-season trailer. Yeah. Does that mean that this coming week is a week off? No, we had a week off for the Super Bowl. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure because often when they do that, they're trying to give us a preview because they're saying sorry that we're not here next week. But I think I think we'll be good for next week. I think we're, we've hit the Atlanta, halfway. Atlanta, nine o'clock, married to Met, right? Oh my gosh, yes! I can't wait. Oh my god, an Atlanta double feature. Also, I'm I have to say I'm very mad that they're calling Married to Medicine, Married to Medicine, Atlanta. Like, no, it is the original. No, it's the Call original. It married to Medicine, Married to Med, L.A. Never is a flop. Is a huge flop. Jester flop. Please, I can't. We need to just no. Married to Med is Married to Med and it's it is what it is it is what it is and we said what we said <laughs> and now we're moving to the biggest snoozer of the franchises which is yeehaw dallas dallas this was slightly better this week but not much it gave me what i wanted which is a laugh or two from dallas and that's all i can expect from it i'm not expecting a heavy duty storyline i'm not expecting any revelations or any heroes that went away when I saw Stephanie duet crying on TikTok to random sad videos. Like <laughs> Which you no, showed me and they are amazing. It, it just made me lose like all respect for Stephanie. Like, I'm sorry. It's so, it's so weird. But this episode made me giggle a few times. Yeah. And we'll get into it. But first, let's talk about the drama that's carried over at the table 
from the previous episode, which is Tiffany, Stephanie, and Cam, and they're all arguing about stuff. And Stephanie's like, well, you had too many rules at your house. I didn't feel welcome, which I was like, that's bullshit. That's the craziest thing to be upset about. Like, if someone's like, okay, we have to be out by 1030. I have a job. I work at a freaking hospital. Sorry, you don't. Listen to them. If The booty's in the house. It's a cleaning thing. Like, no fights. That's Those are simple rules that you shouldn't have to tell people. But for this group, you have to let them know. Yeah, again, and Tiffany's new. She's new to the group. Um, I don't think the booties on the shoes thing was a big deal. I don't think that she meant any harm by the toilet thing. I think that she was right. She was just trying to lighten the mood because – it got so awkward after the brandy vomiting issue. And I don't think it's an issue at all to give a cap on when the night ends because she has to get up early in the morning to go to the hospital to start work. I guess maybe the no, the, the rule number one, no fighting, whatever, maybe, but I just, it feels like they're just trying to find things to pick at Tiffany about yeah. because Stephanie and, and, Stephanie talked about this later in the episode. She wants a life that's separate from her husband and she wants to be, have her own career and have her own whatever. Be independent. And Tiffany has that. She has a great relationship with her husband. She has a great relationship with her kids despite the fact that she thinks that she's a little too busy at work. And she has a great career and she's independent. Like if her husband wasn't in the picture, she would stand on her own two feet and feel empowered on her own. And I think that Stephanie, I think there's a part of her that feels insecure and feels jealous of Tiffany. And I think that that came out a little bit there. And God, Cam's arguments around anything are so thin. It's just so hard to hear, to take Cam seriously. And I was, Mm -hmm. I was impressed with Tiffany's restraint. You know, I'm sorry. If my friends are saying words like blatantly incorrectly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them know. You do it to me all the time. Well, well, here's the difference. A, for you, it's just pronunciation, and it's just funny, and it's endearing. And no, but I, I know that you'd want to know. Highf- well, I had to look up. <laughs> Matthew used the word highfalutin last week, and I glazed <laughs> over it just like, no big deal. This is a word that I don't know, but I'm just going to nod and smile. I believe that you knew what it was. I, I did not get that SAT <laughs> word in my packet, but I had to Google it after, and I spelled it completely. <laughs> completely wrong which was really funny i i just if i was saying using a word incorrectly or saying something wrong like i would feel embarrassed but i wouldn't be mad at the person for correcting me i'd be like oh my god thank you like that's it's even more embarrassing to walk around using a word incorrectly and people not thinking that you know better and i'm sorry for coming in so hot last week when you corrected my grammar between good and well no i've i mean i thought that was hilarious well I want you to know that I appreciate it. It's okay. You did it again this episode. It's did t- I really? Yeah, you said you're, you're doing good. You got to correct me. No! Okay, last week, though, I mean... Just, just like, mouth it to me okay. instead of saying and it I'll out just, like, loud. And I like, hey, hit the record button. Let's just go back you and gotta do help, that again. You got to help a brother out. But that's what I'm saying. That is... I think it's insane that Cam... Again, I think just Cam's insecure because she knows that she's... Or maybe she doesn't know, but Cam knows that she doesn't know a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like she just knows that she It's an, it's a personal insecurity at yeah. this point. Yeah. And I think I, Cam doesn't come from a place of, "Hey Tiffany, I want you to know this so that you know my boundaries and that you know how I feel." It's I want you to know so that you feel bad and that you know that I'm so the HBAC in this group of friends and that like I'm going to rail over the coals and this is going to air and people are going to think that you're a mean girl. It's like, "No, Cam, people are going to think you're a mean girl and an idiot as well." Uh, well, no one's more an idiot than Carrie and Brandy, who stayed up all night partying like they were 
21. But the problem is, is that they do this all the time. All of the time. I, as much as I love them and as much as I'm like, do your thing, girl, live your life. This almost seemed out of control, like till 4 a.m. taking shots and drinking. I've, I lived this life. I did this crazy track. Yeah, in your early 20s. These women are twice your age. Now, after two margaritas, I'm feeling good to go for the rest of the night. I don't need anything more. I, it, you know, I, I think it's indicative of where they are in their lives. I think that Carrie can't handle what's going on with her family and her daughters. And I don't think Brandy can handle what's going on with herself and what she's been through. So they're just turning to oh, the yeah. alcohol. They're, they're just, they're medicating like crazy. I, I'm all for every once in a blue moon, uh, you know, losing a little bit of control in a, in, a, oh, yeah. in a safe group of friends and going, oh God, like I haven't done that. I haven't done that since I was 21 mm-hmm. and really meaning it. But I'm sorry, girls, you guys were like this two weeks ago at Carrie's other birthday party. <laughs> Carrie needs to stop having birthdays. Yeah. N- no more birthdays for Carrie. Yeah. I, I just, I love them. When you're well, breaking furniture, Carrie. you know that something's okay, wrong. That stressed me out because I am so nervous about going to like a hotel or an Airbnb or something and breaking something. Yeah. It's bullshit. I'm always, I'm always nervous that there's cameras in there that I don't know about. Yeah. I, you know, I try to keep myself prim and proper for those cameras because I don't know who's watching. And if I broke a vase, what are they going to charge you for that vase? You don't know how much that vase is. It could be a $20 vase from Home Goods, and they're going to charge you $500 for it. But when, no, you should not be getting that wasted. And especially when all the other women are sleeping and the night's over, y'all. Yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. And mimosas with vodka in the morning is what I thought they were talking about. And that, that also stressed me out. Like I'm all about hair of the dog. Trust me. I will have a beer at 9 a.m. if I need to. Or that's what, that, that's what Bloody Marys are for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Marys. <laughs> Those will get me going for the rest of the day. Let me tell you that. Those are so good. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about, before we get into Brandy and Tiffany, let's just talk about Deandra and Carrie. They made up. They're the same person. They said the same exact <laughs> thing in their confessionals. They're both hard-headed. And I'm glad that they this has come to an end because I'm over this fight. Mostly I'm over any fight with Carrie. I love Deandra. I love her friend of this season, Darren, her spiritual. Oh my God. Who was literally either in every episode, oddly. Is that right? With his voice or physically. Yeah. Oh, um, or spiritually. uh, You meant orally? Orally. Yeah. A-U-R-I-L-E-Y or L-Y. You know, it's really upsetting when you try to correct. No, I'm kidding. No, that was just me being canned. You said oddly, which is like odd, like. Uh, I, yeah, I was trying to figure out how to say just voice and sound. Guys, I'm not Whether the brightest tool in the shed. Whether in voice or in body, this man is always around. I just said brightest tool in the shed instead of sharpest tool in the shed. So we're going to just <laughs> shut me up for a second while you talk about Deandre and Carrie because I need a moment. I, yeah, I'm tired of this fight. I'm tired. I, I don't I don't think the two of them hashing out tit for tat, like what each of them said to each other is going to do anything, even though I do think Deandre has the higher ground here a little bit. I don't think that's ever going to go anywhere because Carrie is just going to go, well, you need to listen to my feelings and like my daughters and all this stuff. And I'm going through stuff. And that's why, I, you know, it's, it's never going to get anywhere. So the fact that Brandy had them do this uh, exercise, I think it just settled everything. And then they, they were later able to talk about the things that have been going on with them. So I think that they're at peace now and we don't mm-hmm. have to hear about this anymore. And I'm glad because I couldn't have this go on any more episodes. It was bullshit. Yeah, I was over it too. It was so frightening, girl. That is so I mean, frightening. The title of episode is 
We're naming this episode, girl. Ha- that is so. But she fucked it up. I mean, she she went oh she went over and over and over again with the guy about what she was gonna say, and then she didn't even say it that way. She probably said that line like twelve times, and then it came time to actually say it, and she's like. That is very frightening. Like, no, that's not what you told me. That's not you, were you say. made such a big deal over the so, and you didn't even do it. I I have to say I did love this prank though. I first of all I love a good scary story. I love a good Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre moment. You know, in Texas, this is it's based off a true story, so it's always a little bit spookier when it's based on true events. Right. And I love that she literally made everyone piss themselves. Truly. Well, and and, and Tiffany pooped. See, I don't think I would. I don't think I would let let my bowels just excavate. Well, hey, if you've been drinking a ton that day, I would. I would have. I'm a fight or flight kind of person. And I would have fought. If all of their eating is Tex Mex and they're drinking a ton, <laughs> I'm sorry, but something's gonna slip. Carnitas are gonna s- slip out when <laughs> you're when, when you actually feel like a man with a chainsaw is coming to murder you. We're gonna have you. to put explicit on this podcast <laughs> just for the, what you just said because that just made me whoop, get sick. Whoops, but yeah, I thought that was very funny. Again, it, this had these these moments of levity haven't been really happening in this city, so I was happy that it finally got there. We finally got it. Okay, let's talk about Brandy and Tiffany because this seems to be what's going to be the issue moving forward. Brandy just can't handle like what she thinks Tiffany might think about her because of her own actions, and at this point, it's like Tiffany doesn't have any issues with you. You have your own issues and you're thinking Tiffany's going to come out to get you. You're She's on edge. She thinks it's going to be – she's going to be canceled this season or she's going to be attacked and that Tiffany's going to just pull out this card out of nowhere and be like, well, you know what? You did all of this and this is this, this, and this. And Tiffany's not like that at all and she's forgiven. Brandy, she's not going to forget, but she's forgiven her. Completely. I love that Stephanie in her confessional said – I love Brandy, but this is all Brandy's issues. This is all Brandy's insecurities, and this is all about Brandy's shame. Like, Tiffany hasn't shown otherwise. And I thought it was fucking absurd when Brandy got upset. And it it really seemed like Brandy was going to make something out of this because if Tiffany hadn't come over, and asked Brandy what's wrong on the boat when Carrie was there, if it had just been Carrie and Brandy, Brandy would have gotten upset to Carrie. I'm like, I just feel like Tiffany's trying to make me something I'm not. And I feel like she's just trying to make it, some, make me seem like a, a bad person. But if Tiffany, I, I think could sense it. And that's why she came over to ask her what was wrong. It's absurd that Tiffany was saying anything other than, Oh, this is diff- This is a different brand of the pill that you gave before. This doesn't go under the yeah. tongue. This one is just swallow. That is all she said. And no one else would have ever thought differently. And, when they were at the dinner table at the end of the episode, I loved Tiffany standing her ground being like, no, I haven't done anything to make you feel this way. This is all on you. Mm -hmm. I have only tried to have fun with you and be nice to you. And you know, the, the only snafu was the cricket thing at the pizza party, which she's apologized for. Yeah. Other than that, she's only tried to get along with her. And I, I love that Tiffany, in, you know, I think it, it, we'll get into this more next episode, but Tiffany was sort of saying, what are you trying to say about me? Like, what do you not like about me? Because mm-hmm. it seems like you have a problem with me and you think I'm telegraphing something when I'm not. So She's like, I think you're a great person. I think you're a great mother, X, Y, Z. What What about me? Yeah. What about me do you not like? And it, I think it ended on her saying that. Yeah, and then it's to, to be, be continued. continued. I, I'm really impressed with Tiffany saying, no, I didn't have any problems with you. 
I haven't said anything. This is all on you. And if that's you, that's your problem. Mm -hmm. And it's not my job to make you feel better about you being all fucked up. I mean, and Brandy has not emotionally or mentally developed past the age of 18. I have to say, cause like earlier in the episode when she's putting her mouth on the mirror and making all like on being a total idiot and Tiffany's making a face. I'm sorry. I would have made the same faces. It's not that Tiffany doesn't get your brand of humor. I think Tiffany just uh, doesn't understand why a mid 40 year old woman is acting like a teenager all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's no wonder that your daughters are kooky and crazy, even though in the preview next episode, it seems like her daughter calls Brandy out for being insensitive and being a Karen. I cannot wait to see that. Oh my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited to see Me that as well. Too. But no, I, Brandy, it's not her. It's not Tiffany's problem that you have a problem. Yeah. I think it's, I think Brandy made the right decision in saying, you know what? I'm scooting on out of Texas. I'm not going to be in Dallas anymore. I no, think because be, yeah, she's had her moment. She's had her time. I just, she will not be missed. And I think the other women should follow. And I think it would be great. Again, I keep saying this every week. Dallas needs a makeover. OC and Dallas need a full reboot. It's it's becoming difficult to watch. Like, it feels like a chore to watch Dallas at this point. I don't want to feel like... I don't like look for... I mean, I was pleasantly surprised this week because it was a little more fun than usual. But sitting down to watch it this week, I... Ugh. I really did. I was you like, saved I, it till the end. I have better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have more important things to do. I, I You know, I could go on a walk. And be outside and get some fresh air in my lungs. But you no, know? I'm going to sit and watch this bullshit. All right. Let's talk about Jersey. Nothing like Dallas. Nothing like Dallas. Even Jersey's, on a sleeper week, it's it's fun. Very fun. And there's drama, even though I just think it's Trace's time to go. I go I'm, back as and much, forth. Okay, so <laughs> I, okay, maybe it's not her time to go. But I need Teresa to do an introspection of her soul, of herself. Mm -hmm. and kind of realize that she is she needs to take accountability yes she needs to understand that she's not always right that sometimes she can be wrong and she just needs to grow up a little bit and i hate to say that and i thought prison would do it but you know some people don't grow in prison they just get really buff which is what <laughs> happened to her <laughs> okay i the bottom line is that Jackie would not have made the analogy as, as bad as it may have been. And yeah, Jackie could have made a better one, I suppose. But even that I think is arguable. Jackie would not have made the analogy that Teresa found so distasteful. If Teresa had not gone around the party and talked about a completely baseless, untrue rumor that was overheard by Jackie's friends and Jackie's friends went back and told her what she had said. Mm -hmm. And Evan of course is upset and doesn't like a rumor about him being uh, a cheater rolling around town. That's, that's not, no, I don't think anyone would enjoy that. Like there's this argument that, Oh, well, if it's not true, it wouldn't bother them. It's like, no, no saying something mean and nasty and negative about someone, whether it's true or not is going to bother them. If Teresa hadn't fired the first shot, Jackie would not have made that analogy and would not have upset Teresa. So if Teresa would just apologize to Evan and Jackie and said, Hey, I heard a rumor that I shouldn't have repeated and I should have just come to you first. Jackie would be like, you're right. And you know what? I should have made that analogy about Gia and it would be done. It would be over. It would be over it. it, it but again, it, it shows Teresa's lack of emotional yeah. intelligence. Teresa thinks Jackie needs to apologize first because she's like, I did apologize. She's like, I said, I was sorry. It that. was so and I was insincere. Like, no, you didn't. It was no, so insincere didn't. and so 
you know. And I agree with Jackie. I think Teresa needs to apologize to Evan as well and say, I am sorry for spreading this rumor about you and affecting your life. Because it's not just, it doesn't just affect Jackie. It also affects Evan. It affects the kids. And you know what? Jackie has apologized to Gia. Oh, yeah. And Gia even said, like, Mom, not for nothing, you probably deserve this. And you probably said something that pissed her off. If Gia is on Jackie's side, come on, Teresa. You got to let it Figure go. Figure it out. And Je- like, the Dolores, I understand Dolores trying to defend Teresa more so than the other ladies because Dolores and Teresa are like blood. But even Jen is coming to Jackie's defense in this entire argument. I I don't think until they're at a stalemate at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really impressed with the ladies overall this episode for getting along as much as they did. I thought they really did a good job trying to just get past all of this and trying to work through it. But if, if it's when, once it seemed clear that it wasn't going to move past a certain point, they kind of moved on and, mm-hmm. and had fun. I loved them all getting drunk and being silly. I loved when they pulled down Marge's breasts and Dolores was just like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> and they just, it was really fun to see them enjoy each other and have fun despite the, arguments and i love the boat i love a good drinking boat i love a good booze cruise i do want to do i want to do one of those have you never been on a? okay i've been on the closest thing i've come is for my sister's bachelorette party we did a bike you know where everyone where you go and you it's bike a, it's a yeah. bar and it's the the pedals surround the yes. entire bar and you pedal you get drunk very quickly that yeah way. uh it was very fun but i would like to be on a boat about booze cruise the boat in dallas that they were drinking on reminded me of when i used to go i used to go down to like newport oc and go on boats down there for like holiday parties and we would just be a bunch of 20 somethings and we would see that's fun we would just do like shooters and jello shots and beer and just have you would walk up and down the boat amazing the boat on jersey reminded me when i was in cabo when i used to go to cabo for spring break with my school i used to host a booze cruise every year Oh and that God. was like all you can drink. Who knows what punch they oh, had Jesus on that boat. Christ. And that was a party. I was known for my booze cruise. Well, next, you know, when once maybe in like the summertime, maybe if we're, we're opened up, we can go and we need this. to find a boat to drink on. Yeah, for sure. I want to go drink on a boat. But I thought they had a really good time together. It was really fun. I don't I I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled that. It got resolved yes. in the middle of the episode because it gave me such agita. But I Oh, that's really... a word I don't know. Can we define that? Okay, so I didn't know what it was until fun fact, actually, this is, you know, ding ding ding. This is a this is a, a, a through line moment. So, uh, Danielle Stout used <laughs> the word agita in the second season <laughs> reunion. She's like, What have you ever given me, Teresa, except for Agita? And it's heart palpitations. Oh. Yeah, chest pains, heart palpitations. It's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love that word. Let me look that up. And Danielle Stop of all people throwing out like a buzzword, like amazing. Who, who I found out through my roommate has been doing live watchings of the Jersey episodes on her Instagram live. And someone's been compiling like the best parts of it. It looks wild. Okay, maybe we should we gotta watch do a wash and we'll report back because I want everyone to know about that. But yeah, so it's giving you Ajita. Yes. And... I'm glad that it got resolved in the middle of the episode, but I did not think, and I'm glad that they all thought it was funny, but I didn't think it was funny that nope. the George, the Joe Gorga prank. As someone who has been on the other side of this, I would not think this was funny. No, at all. I would, I would, I would have a panic attack. I would have uh, been blowing up Melissa's phone. I would have been like, what are you doing? We have children. I, 
I love that he was speaking in Italian. That cracked me up. Oh, I would do this. I mean, I I need to learn my Spanish. But it was a cute bit more, to see but... also later Melissa and him have a conversation, and, and and they they joked about it, and they were good. But if they hadn't, it, it would have made me so mad because I was like, wow, what a completely ridiculous, unnecessary piece of drama and fight that could never that should never have happened just because you guys wanted to have a laugh. Yeah, and Melissa's going to have to worry about her own drama coming in anyways because it seems like her and Joe are coming under attack from Michelle, the real estate agent, right. and new friend of Teresa's, who is saying that her husband did motivational speaking for growing, was it Growing with Gorga, their event, <laughs> and didn't get paid for talking, which I, I'm, I'm with Dolores when she was telling Jen if I heard this, if, if this was about also Frank Catania, not David, not David. Not, I don't know I, if you checked I that. I clocked that totally. I was like, Oh, so you don't care if it's about David, but if it's Frank, you want to know. But I agree. If someone's talking about my, if my, someone's talking about my man, I need to know. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I, I, I like the Jen, Jen, unlike Teresa is checking in with one friend to see, Hey, I've, I've heard this. Uh, me and Melissa are doing so well. Do I broach this with her? You know, I feel weird. And Dolores, I thought, was very right in saying, no, talk to her about it. I do love Dolores. I, Me too. She Again, every city needs a moral center. And I think in, in, and I think they have two of them in, in Jersey. I think they've got Margaret. Marge and they've got Dolores. Uh, and so... I always, I, I always appreciate Dolores who she, she's very much like that old school Italian, like mob boss, like we're going to be uh, you know, we're going to um, be uh, diplomatic about this. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try to do it uh, the good way. So I appreciate that was a much better Italian accent. Than yeah. Mine. I mean, I feel like the bar is pretty low here on, on Hon Bravo. <laughs> so I, I feel like I have... <laughs> and we're back. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want a meatball. Okay. I'm sorry for anyone from Jersey. I swear this isn't like Jersey. Like I'm not trying to be mean. Also, I don't know if we've Every said day. this before, but if there's anyone on the Bravo team that's listening to this, and I like to think that there are, can we please add something for the Jersey women to hold in the intro? Every city has something. Do you want it to be a meatball? No. <laughs> no. Well, let's not be offensive. Like... The Orange County girls have oranges. We've got snowflakes in Salt Lake. We've got uh, peaches in in uh, Atlanta. We've got uh, Dallas stars in Dallas. I would love there to be like, isn't it the purple violet? Isn't that the the state flower? Yeah, it's but the garden. But it's, that- it's the garden state. I feel like a or a rose because a rose feels maybe more Italian. But just something. I don't know. I just they just stand there with their hands on their hips and like a wink in their eye and I'm just a little I think it's I think we're all running into the same issue bravo and us of what would we put in their hands I think the state flower or the it's the garden state so put a, like a flower like either the state flower or a rose because rose is sort of Italian you know what me. if it ain't broke don't fix it um, well, that's what we I'm saying. I think it, Ant-Man. well I think it needs to be fixed oh my god Ant-Man so good we just watched it it was very good Marvel. Marvel. And Agatha all along. Okay. <laughs> let's talk. Let's end this episode talking about my favorite people on uh, Jersey, and that is the husbands. I like when they hang out. I loved the little wasabi moment. Oh, jeez. I thought that was really cute. I loved Joe kind of leading them on with the Melissa rumor himself. And that was being like, It was all, I got punked. Why do you think Jackie's husband was invited? Because of the drama that's been going on? I think I think that has a lot to do with it. I think they are kind of removing themselves from the group because I I can see Jackie being like, if you go to this, they're going to talk about this, and I don't want you getting into any hot water that you don't need to with any of the husbands and ruining your relationship. Because they were all like, 
to to Evan at the end. They all cheers to him, and they all are supporting him. Right, Margaret's. God forgive me, her, Joe. Joe, I, they're, they're all, Joe. all Joe, and that's why I feel weird <laughs> saying Joe because I feel like I'm wrong. But no, they're Joe, really Joe's Bill, Frank. and Evan, and Frank. So Joe. I think Joe was a little liquored up when he was saying this. Joe's always a little liquored up. I know, up. but I think <laughs> I think he implying that like there were girlfriends at Margaret's house that had been talking about this for a while. I think was a little bit of bullshit. I think that recently, since Teresa did what she did, people have been over to talk about it, and that's what he was referring to. But I think that him implying like, well, I've heard this rumor uh, forever, and uh, this rumor's been going on for a long time, and I've heard this myself, and women at Margaret's house love to talk. I think that was a little a little bit of bullshit but i loved at the end you're right i loved at the end they all were saluting evan and they all believe that he's faithful and i do too you know when someone's lying yeah especially on tv mm-hmm. and i evan is just pissed he's just pissed off because something completely untrue about him is out watch me say that and then eventually we find out that it's not true or that it is true and that he's a total cheat but i don't think so i think that he's a stand-up guy i again i think when the women are doing particularly well in every aspect of their life, which Jackie arguably really is doing great, I th- I just think it bothers Teresa. I think Teresa feels insecure. And she, she does. Whatever. And I, you know, Dolores's life is not cookie cutter either. And I think she's usually okay with that. But I think that coupled with her loyalty to Teresa, she's often critical of Jackie. I agree. Well, I think we mentioned it all this episode. Yes, I'm very excited about Mary to Madison. I feel like it's really going to, you know, put the wind back in our sails for next week. I think so, too. Also, we are very excited to be on Clubhouse with y'all this week. Remember, you'll be hearing this on Friday. So the Thursday after this Friday. March 11th. Yes. Oh, wow. You're really good at at calendar math. That's (laughs) always it's time. Math is hard. Calendar math is hard. Money math is hard. All math is hard. Oh. I'm not a I'm not a mathematician. Okay. I'm a speaker, oh. an orator. Uh, yeah. Sometimes when I know the words. Yeah. <laughs> you do your best. I do my best. And that's <laughs> all anyone can ever ask. Exactly. Exactly. But we will be talking with y'all on Clubhouse. So make sure you follow me at Eddie underscore Estrada there to make sure that you guys get the update when we go live. It'll be so much fun. And also for more information on that as well, you can follow us on Instagram by searching at hot and Bravo. That's at H O T in B R A V O D super simple. And we'll have all the info up on there. Give us a like, give us a follow, make sure you guys are also subscribed wherever you're listening to, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play music, iTunes, and Spotify. And if you like us, if you love us, give us five stars, let the people know we want people to join the hot and Bravo fam and there's no better recommendation than from you. So yes. we appreciate it. Thank you, Matthew, once again for Thank a great you, Edward, week. Thank you, Edward, for having me. I, I love doing this. This is the best. And it's always a fun time. Girl, that <laughs> is so frightening. Bye. <laughs>